Thank you for joining Walking by Faith, an outreach ministry of Faith Unity Fellowship Ministries, Millenbeck, Virginia. Now, let's listen to our pastor, Bishop Glenn A. Brooks, as he brings the Word of God. Hallelujah. Somebody say it again. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Hallelujah. Somebody say it again. I'm blessed. And somebody else say, I'm highly favored. Look at somebody and tell them, you are too. You are too. Hallelujah. Giving honor to God. Uh, Hosea chapter 14. Giving honor to God who is the head of my life. Thank God for another opportunity just to be able to stand before you. To be in the household of faith one more time. Uh, To yet be in the land of the living. And to realize that God is still on the throne. He's still high and lifted up. Glad to be in the service one more time. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Didn't have to let me live. But I'm so glad. If I gotta say that every Sunday. I'm so glad he did. He didn't have to. Yeah. What did my old folks say? It could have been the other way. 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 I want to uh, read this morning from the NIV. Uh, I'm going to start at verse 1. Hosea chapter 14. The NIV says, and you, I ask that you read along with me whatever version you have. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God. Your sins have been your downfall. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, forgive all our sins and receive us graciously that we may offer the fruit of our lips. Somebody say, I'll praise him. Assyria cannot save us. We will not mount war horses. We will never again say our God to what our own hands have made. For in you the fatherless find compassion. I will hear their waywardness and love them freely, for my anger has turned away from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. He will blossom like a lily, like a cedar of Lebanon. He will send down his roots. His young shoots will grow. His splendor will be like an olive tree. His fragrance like a cedar of Lebanon. Men will dwell again in his shade. He will flourish like the grain. He will blossom like a vine and his fame will be like the wine from Lebanon. O Ephraim, what more have I to do with idols? I will answer him and care for him. I am like a green pine tree. Your fruit comes from me. Verse 9. Who is wise? 
he will realize these things. Who is discerning, he will understand them. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. You may be seated. Father, we thank you. We love you. We honor you. We exalt your holy name. Now allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. For you are my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to share from the topic this morning. Always faithful. Always faithful. Always faithful. And I, I realize that faithful has different meanings to all of us. And faithful means different things to different individuals. It seems as though man gives his own meaning or interpretation to any and everything. Somebody ought to say amen. Whatever seems to fit him at the time, uh, he gives a meaning to. But according to the dictionary, faithful means remaining loyal and steadfast. According to the dictionary, it means true to the facts or the origin. In other words, wherever it came from, the beginning. In the Bible, it means the fact or commitment of being true to one's word or commitment as to what one has pledged to do or professed to believe. I said an awful lot. In other words, when we confess the name of Jesus and start walking on our Christian journey, when our faith kicks in and we really know who Jesus is, we start to commit our ways unto him and we become faithful. We become steadfast. We become committed to him who said, let there be. When talking about faithfulness, you will discover that it's more than mere words. It's really an action that requires persistence or work. How many of y'all know that being faithful to anything requires work? Let's, let's look at it. Being faithful to employment means I'm going to be committed to what I'm supposed to do no matter whether the boss is around or not. I'm going to be committed to what I was hired to do and that way when I get my paycheck, I don't have to back up and accept my check. I'm going to work and do the right thing no matter what. That, 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 that's faithful. Doing what I was hired to do. And let's look at, look at something else. It won't take long this morning. Being faithful in a relationship is saying, 
I'm committed to the person or persons that I have been assigned to. Uh, so I'm going to be committed unto them and faithful to them so that I can be faithful in my assignment. All right. Being committed to an assignment is saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes to accomplish the task. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I said I would, so I'm going to stick with it no matter what or even in difficult times. What are difficult times? Can I, can I, can I talk about that this morning just for a few minutes? Won't take long. Times when everything else and maybe everybody else, elder faith, are going in opposite direction. Times, Deacon Newton, when folk really don't understand you, but because you decided to follow Jesus, they look at you strange. Times, Mama Jean, when when the family just don't understand the the decision that you made, uh huh, but you're standing on it, and it causes friction between some family members. Difficult times. Times, Sister Max, when it seems as though. Nobody understands you at all. Difficult times, difficult times, difficult times. But if you really think about it, since the beginning of time, since the creation of the world, there has been opposition in man's life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Paul said it this way. Paul said, when I would do good, evil was always present. That's what Paul said. But Paul kept the faith. Paul was committed to what he was called to do. Difficult time, brother. Difficult time. Paul had been, uh, he had been persecuted. Difficult times. He had been beaten. Difficult times. He had been put in jail, sister, back for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Difficult times. He had been left dead, but he remained faithful. He remained faithful. He remained faithful. Difficult times. Difficult times. Difficult times when nobody else will go but you. In our text, I'm, I'm halfway finished already, y'all. In our text, Hosea the prophet has been instructed by God. The first thing we see in, in the book of Hosea is that God told him to marry a prostitute. And in doing so, because he married a sister Max, it caused some difficult times. All right, all right. Lord have mercy. Can I, can I take my time here? This was a man of God, this was a prophet. And God did something unusual and told him to do something out of the ordinary. I, 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 I got to shift gears now, Nuke, because you, as a believer, there are times when God will call us to do something different than what we're used to or what we think we ought to do or what folk expect. And it could cause 
some difficulties in our life. Let's, let's look at Brother Hosea. Let's look at, let's look at Hosea. He married the prostitute. He knew what he was marrying, but he knew what God said. And in, in spite of the marriage, she was still unfaithful. All right. But God. Somebody say, but God. I, I, I'm going somewhere. I ain't going to take long this morning. All right. All right. Won't take long. But God. But, 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 but God. When you look at the book of Hosea, it reflects the life not only of Hosea, but also the prophet is talking about the life of Israel. God's chosen people. And you thought, and I thought, that when we got saved, when we named the name of Jesus, everything was going to be all right. We thought, Sister Mac, it wasn't going to be hard. Uh, or maybe that maybe it was just me because I, I thought that, that, that when I accepted Jesus, that my troubles would disappear. I thought confusion would leave my home. I thought things would be different in my job. I thought things would be difficult, different in the community. But I discovered uh, that the things that I thought would work uh, are not working. Uh, but God is still working uh, in spite of what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Still working in spite of what I thought. Uh-huh. When you really look at the text, Thank you, God was always, y'all catch this, extending his hand toward Israel. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if the truth be told, God's hand has not been drawn back. As a matter of fact, God's hand is still extended to us today. Uh-huh. And, and that's why the strip the Bible said that his mercies are new every morning because uh, he has not drawn back his hand. Uh, his hand is still extended. It's still full of mercy and it's still trying to bring us back to the place where he first loved us. God's hand is still extended. Somebody say grab his hand. God was extending his hand toward Israel. And Hosea was also extending his hand toward his family. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. I believe it was two boys and a girl uh -huh, that he had. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But I found something in my study, Sister Max. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. In spite of all that was going on, and because his wife continually extended her hand to an adulterous woman, uh, it's believed that some of the children wasn't even Hosea's. All right, all right. I, I didn't really realize that really until I start searching the scripture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see, he continued to extend his hand, but she continued to extend her hand to her lovers. When you read the text, you'll find out that she kept being unfaithful. This is a reflective story of how the children of Israel did God. They repeatedly went after false gods. 
These gods had no power. And the only thing that they really did was kept the children of Israel in bondage. Mm -hmm. No power, no peace. No power and no love. No power and no wealth. No power and steadily being killed. No power and no direction. I, I, I want to ask the question here this morning. Is there anybody willing to admit that every now and then you got to reach out and touch God's hand again because you stepped off the beaten path and God has never drawn back his hand because God is faithful to what he said he would do. He said he would keep you in perfect peace if you kept your mind safe on him. They, went, they repeatedly, repeatedly went after false gods. Mm -hmm. Do you know anyone who keeps getting stuck in the same situation over and over and over again like the Israelites? That was their problem. They was looking for something new. They were looking for something exciting. They were looking for something easy. They were looking for something that didn't cause any work. But the Bible said that Jesus told the disciples, he said, I must work the work of him that sent me. And he kept on talking. He said, you got to work while it's called day because night cometh when no man can work. I want to know this morning, do you know somebody who's still stuck in the same place that they were back in 2010 when God delivered them? But by 2011, they're back in the same place. But then by 2013, God delivered them. And now we're 2022. And Lord have mercy. All right, all right. Uh huh. This is a sign that they're not seeking. First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Why would you say that, Pastor? Because God is a healer. God is a deliverer. God is a way maker. Lord have mercy. Let, 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 me, let, me, put it in, let me put it in a language uh, that everyone can understand. Why keep going to the same auto mechanic if he didn't fix the car properly the first time? Why keep going back? Let me answer that. Listen carefully. Because he seems to be nice to me. So I keep going back. Ain't fixing my car. He's cheaper than everybody else. Ain't fixing my car. I can pay him a little bit at a time. But he ain't fixing my car. But if he's not fixing the problem, why keep going back? You still have the same problem. You still have the same. The Israelites, the Israelites, the Israelites kept falling prey to false gods, to idol worship. But the prophet wrote something I thought was really intriguing. In chapter 4, verse 1, it says here, this is what it says in the King James Version. Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel. For the Lord have a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. 
because there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. Right. <laughs> that, 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 that's Hosea 4 and 1. It doesn't matter what has happened in the past. All right. It doesn't matter how they acted in the past. Somebody say, that's me too. <laughs> they needed to be shown mercy. They needed to hear the truth. They needed the knowledge of Almighty God in their lives. And if they, Lord, have mercy. And if they don't get it from you, where are they going to get it from? You see, we got to stop casting folk aside. Mm -hmm. And we got to start showing them some mercy. We got to let folk hear the truth. Even though it might hurt, it'll, it'll help them. They need the knowledge of Almighty God. In other words, they need to know that Jesus lives and that he's the way, the truth, and the light. Uh-huh. And that God is faithful and just to forgive. That, that's what they need to hear. They need to know that the same God that saved you is the same God that will save them. The same God that healed you is the same God that healed them. The same God that delivered you is the same God that will deliver them. They need to hear the truth. Truth. The truth. The truth. They need to see God in our lives. Mm -hmm. Pastor, you got to teach folk how to love themselves so they can love others. And not with a selfish love, but with the love of God. Lord, have mercy. How, pastor, can you teach them? The first thing I want to tell you this morning is we got to stop looking back like the Israelites and start looking ahead to the possibilities. I don't care what happened yesterday. Don't care what happened last week. Don't care what happened 25 years ago. This is what Brother Paul said. What Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind and pressing toward the mark of the pride of, of the high call of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah, we got to stop looking back and looking ahead to the possibilities. What are you trying to say? See yourself in your own home. See your family saved. See your children walking in victory. See your business flourishing. See yourself independent of any assistance and living in abundance. See yourself as God sees you and not as society sees you. See yourself above and not beneath. See yourself as God has said you're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. You're blessed going out. You're blessed coming in. But you gotta see yourself. Take the shades off and look through the eyesight of Almighty God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
our lesson, our lesson, our lesson. 14, Hosea chapter 14, verse 1 says, O Israel, return unto the Lord thy God, for thou hast fallen by thine iniquity. Uh-huh. Verse 2, he keeps on talking. Uh-huh. And it says, take with you words. Somebody say words. words. And turn to the Lord. Right. Say unto him, take away all iniquity and receive us graciously. So we will render calves of our lips. Pastor, you better break it down because you done lost me now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Take with you words. What, are, what is the prophet saying? The prophet is saying uh, that we got to come to the Lord with true repentance. Uh, we got to come to the Lord with a sincere heart. Uh, you see, every time the people of Israel, the Israelites came to God, with a pure heart. The Bible says that God wiped away their sins. Lord have mercy. Y'all let them hold this up. Because he wiped away their sins. He forgave them of their trespasses. He took away their iniquities. And by the time they got free and started praising God, here come another impossibility. Here come another imposter. And the sad part about it, they fell for the impossible. Imposter realizing that they had that which was possible. So we got to come to the Lord. We got to come to the Lord. We got to come to the Lord with true repent, repentance. You don't. We look, look. Look. Let me deal with the scripture and I'm gonna sit down because the scripture says, verse two says, "Take with you words and turn to the Lord and say unto Him, Take away all iniquity and receive us graciously." So we will render the calves of our lips. In other words, in other words, Sister Max. We come with, with, with some true fact. We come, with, I, I, I'm sorry, God. Forgive me, God. And they didn't have to come with any, any, any sacrifices. They didn't have to bring any offerings. Y'all guess this because the Bible says uh, in Romans 10 and 9, if thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, they, they, they come in with some words uh, and believe in their heart that, 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 that God raised him from the dead. They come in with some words. Uh, and then they took the word, Mama Jean, and mixed a little faith with it. Because the Bible says, if God have mercy, if you believe, you shall receive. And then verse, not the verse 10 and 10 says, for, 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 for with the mouth confession is made, but with the heart man believe unto righteousness. They brought some word, we brought some words with us. We don't have to do any kind of sacrifices. I want you to understand something. Just a true repentant heart will make the difference. He will lift the burdens off of you. Uh huh. I'm talking about the ones that are about to cause you to sink. Why would you say that, Pastor? Because the Bible said He is just and faithful to forgive. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, give me a little bit more. Just like the Israelites, every man, woman, boy, and girl 
has to consider your sin. And that's what the prophet is telling them, that they serve a faithful God who will never leave them nor forsake them. I want to tell the church as I go to my seat, God is always faithful. I don't care what's going on. He's faithful. In spite of a hurricane, God is in spite of a tornado, God is. In spite of a drought, God is. In spite of disappointment, God is. I want to tell you that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Whatever he is faithful. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And then the prophet said in verse 3, Asher shall not save us. We will not ride upon horses, neither will we say any more to the work of our hands, you are our God, for in thee the fatherless find mercy. What are you, what are you saying? I'm saying as long as we got King Jesus. Mama Jean, we don't need nobody else. Amen. Amen. Sister Max, Amen. I don't care what the bank says. I, 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 I don't care what the neighbor says. Mm -hmm. I don't care what the tax collector says. As long as we got King Jesus, mm -hmm. we don't need nobody else. Hosea had a difficult job, just like, a, just like some of the other prophets. But his was different because not only was he to prophesy to Israel, y'all catch this, he was also told to marry a prostitute, y'all got that. And all Israel was doing was worshiping idols. But God was committed to the prophecy that he spoke to the prophet. Yes, they had those who had seen who had forgotten that God was able. Lord have mercy. We know some folk like that. They had forgotten about Jehovah Jireh, our provider. We know some folks like that. They had gone after false gods. We know some folk like that. They had gone into idol worship. We know some folk like that. But I want to leave you with this. Because Hosea's name means salvation. His name means help. Is there anybody in the house this morning? that could use some help beside me. Is there anybody in the house this morning that could use some joy besides me? Is there anybody in the house this morning that needs to be reminded every now and then that God has not forgotten you? That God still looks beyond our faults and sees our every need? That God might not come but he's always on time. 
same way with children. He's able. And he's faithful. All ways faithful. Always. Always. I don't know anybody else that's like that. Lord have mercy. Always. Always. It looked bad for Hosea for a while. But how many of you know God turned that thing around for his good? Come on, give God some praise. And he's turning, he's turning that thing around in your life for the good. I don't care what you heard, he's turning it around for your good. I don't care what it looks like, he's turning it around for your good. Uh, so say, turning it around for me. Say it, say it with authority. Turning it around for me. Now if you believe that, get on your feet and give God some praise. Hallelujah. What a word, what a word, what a word. If this ministry has been a blessing to you, please sow a seed at Cash App, dollar sign, Faith Unity VA. That's dollar sign, capital F, capital U, capital V, capital A, dollar sign, Faith Unity VA. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.